Welcome to another edition of Suave Talk presented by Bomb Chevy and Buick in Clinton, Illinois. And I got a reoccurring guest, the truth, Greg Satterley, fresh beard, nice little uh, playoff hockey haircut as well. But Bomb Chevy and Buick, Greg Satterley, if you buy a truck or car from them, you get a lifetime subscription to Flow Racing. So us being in our 30s, we're probably going to live another 50 years. We buy a truck there. We're going to be saving lots of money. Yeah, that's a that's a good deal. If I lived out that way, I think uh, I'd be going to bomb Chevy for a for a new vehicle for sure. Oh, yes, yes. All right, PPMS this weekend, Pittsburgher one hundred. Lay it out for me. How does this place race? It's a huge, huge half mile. I think it's one of the biggest tracks we race on all year. Yes, it's very big. Um, been racing there a long time. You know, um, seems like one of those places that has always, you know, been, been treated us pretty well. Um, super racy racetrack. Uh, I, I don't know if they're just blessed with a good configuration or surface, you know, it doesn't seem like a place where they've had to ever dump a lot of time with track prep or anything like that, but it seems like they can just go out and put a little bit of water on it and run the pack trucks around it a little bit and cut everyone loose. And the racing's always pretty good. So, I'm uh, looking forward to going back. We used to race there, you know, more. They'd have some regional races they'd offer, you know, several years ago. But now it's normally just one trip there a year for the Pittsburgher. But uh, always look forward to going there. It's one of my, you know, it used to be one of my favorite places to go race. So see what we got here this weekend. Yeah, what's your track history or track record there? You uh, pretty solid there? I, I know maybe the last couple of years you said you uh, kind of uh, fell behind the eight ball there. But I think this weekend we can bounce back in a big way. Yeah, we've had a. I've had a lot of wins at Pittsburgh. Uh, it seems like the the track record's been getting worse the last couple of years. With I don't know, it just seems like these new cars they're they're just they're so sensitive to to your adjustments. And you know, when you're on, it's really good. And when you're off, sometimes you can just be really off. So that's unfortunately been the case there the last few years. But um, you know, there's some places we've gone here this year that we've been way better at than we've been in the past. So hopefully you know, we can put Pittsburgh on the list of places we go back to and kind of regain the regain the composure we had there at one time. You a big fan of the 75 lapper instead of 100. I feel like the drivers and crews are probably pretty satisfied with this. We probably won't have to have a fuel stop, which I think is huge because I do not like those in our sport. No, there, there's there's no reason we should be going 100 laps around that place, at least for the for this race or for the purse and stuff. It's there's just no reason to go hundred laps around there. They could have 50 laps and that would be more than enough. You know, uh, usually when they throw the, you know, the, the caution for the fuel stop, it feels, which I guess you pretty much have ran a full feature for a lot of nights, but um, yeah, the, the laps need to cut for this race for sure. No, no reason that we needed to go hundred laps around that place for this, for this event. Okay. Swab talk. We do like off the cusp questions. It's not all about racing. Your Steelers, though, their offense stinks. You got Mitch Trubisky. I know you're not an analyst or anything like that, but, I mean, that's brutal. You Ben Roethlisberger, always a good quarterback. And then to go to Mitch Trubisky, first three weeks, they haven't looked very good on offense. No, it's been a struggle. Um, like I said, I, I'm, I'm not much of a, an analyst on maybe where, where to point the finger, but <laughs> it seems like maybe some coaching or some uh, some staff changes. Uh, you know, upper management might need to uh, might need tweaked a little bit, but 
you know, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a long season being a Steelers fan this year. So I have to just uh, buckle down and get ready for Penguins to, to kick off here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you're a huge. So I, you would say what? Hockey's your favorite sport, then maybe football, then the Pirates, probably in that order, or is it something yeah, different? I, Pirates and Steelers, I say, are about a tie. I like the Penguins the best out of the three, though. They're they're a lot of fun to watch, and hopefully they can have a good season. How rowdy are the games there? I'm, I can imagine the Penguins games, like you see them on TV, Sid Crosby. Mm. Uh, they uh, seem like they have a good time over they're, there. Yeah, they're a blast. They seem like well, they always have the, the games sold out, but they're always full, and, you know, the fans seem to to be into into the games. And, you know, the, it seems as the as – the, as the season progresses, you get closer to playoffs. They, uh, they're a lot of fun to be at. They're fun to watch. I like. I just assume watch them at home, but they, uh, they're fun to follow. They're a really good team, and it's it's been, it's been fun being a fan. They they they've not sucked every year like their other uh, Pittsburgh teams have. So that's all we got. Okay, Hoghead, Robbie Allen. What is the one thing or the thing he's taught you the most? What do you think would be the number one thing he's taught you? Oh, <laughs> you know, it, as crazy as it sounds, um, I know he said he's never raced a lap in any, you know, race car or vehicle in any, you know, in his whole life. But um, he's very smart at knowing how to race and, you know, how, how to what the to do's and not to do's. And I guess he's just watched enough good guys to know, you know, the, you know, what, how good racers race and, you know, on starts and restarts and, uh, you know, just when I do something wrong, he always lets me know, you know, whether it's something in the middle of the race I did or something, you know, late in the race I did, you know, kind of fall asleep the last five laps and lose a spot or two, or, you know, maybe at the beginning of a long race, not going as hard as what I need to, or too hard, whatever the situation may be. But it seems like he's pointed out a lot of those, uh, mistakes that I've made over the years. And, you know, when I continue to make them, it reminds me, you know, stuff that I'm just need to improve on and stuff like that. It's hard to, to know you're making mistakes unless someone points them out to you and, you know, explains why and what, you know, what you need to do different in that situation. So uh, I would think just, just knowing how to race or becoming a better racer in general, probably where we've made the most headway. Yeah. And some people that, might realize this but how far is his shop from you it's kind of a it's kind of a jaunt for you so he you know how far is it again it's probably two hours and 45 minutes two and a half 245 yeah so a lot of you know a lot of drivers and teams like that they're not they're like kind of you know at the shop and stuff like that but he you know he's like three hours away so you're putting all your trust in a legend in the sport which i think is pretty cool yeah no it, it's been a really great thing and i i feel like each year it just gets you know it gets better you know our program seems to tighten up and we just have been doing a lot more things right and not so many things wrong but you know he does a great job and you know drew and the other guys that are there helping um we've just you know got a good program going you know he For does sure. his thing we always talk on the phone a couple times a week about about the race that we were at the the weekend before and always talk about the races that we're going to and try to get a good game plan on where we want to be and what we want to try to do when we get there. And, you know, we've had a lot of success this year doing that. So um, the year's winding down. we got a few more, few more races to hit, but uh, all in all, it's been a really good year and we've, you know, we've had a lot of success. So we're really happy with how it's, how it's, how it's been going. 
did Hoghead mention about hiring me after Eldora with, you know, I got to hang out with you guys and tune a little bit. Did he mention that? And am I going to be on the payroll or what? Well, he did it, but you know, we've, <laughs> we haven't ran well since you've, since you've been there. So we've, uh, Oh boy. We might have to fly you up to Pittsburgh this weekend and see what you can do for us on Saturday. Yeah. But I've, you know, I did that thing with boom weekend with swab, but that was kind of more like the social aspect of it. I didn't go into much detail of like, you know, just like all the stuff you do, the, you know, talk of how the racetrack is going to change throughout the night. I thought it was a pretty cool experience for me, for a guy that, you know, kind of just went to the races and never really, you know, like drove them or anything. So I, it was a really a big time eye opener. So I appreciate it. It was a fun time. Yeah, there's I mean, sometimes more nights or, you know, more often throughout the night than others. But sometimes you got to put a lot of thought into, you know, what you're doing and where what you need to do with your car and. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that not necessarily have to change, but can change throughout the night, depending on what the racetrack's like or how your car is. And, you know, it's always, even if you think your car's good, it's like, you're always talking, well, I could be better if, you know, if, if we could get this, if we get the car to do this. And uh, I think sometimes that's not a practical or uh, realistic thought. Sometimes you have to just go with what you got and not, not overthink it, but I would bet most guys in the, in the pits sometimes tend to, to get that way, but that's just how we all are. I've, you know, you always want to be better. And so usually you talk it out and make some changes. Sometimes it works. Sometimes you make your car worse. And after the fact, you say, I should have, should have just left it alone, but that's, uh, that's how, how we all get better and make our cars better. So it's part of it. Yeah. I was praying to the higher powers that be like, please do we not have a fire drill? Cause that would have been an absolute mess for me. Oh yeah, those aren't fun. You probably would have <laughs> got pushed out of the way, and usually there's shit flying and people running in every direction, and a lot of cussing. Uh, maybe some cussing, some screaming, maybe some tools getting slammed around. <laughs> but no, it was good. Those those do happen, but thankfully not not often. Yeah, my favorite part of the whole night though was the natties at the end. It just Definitely. showed that I was a blue collar worker for a little bit and got to have a cold beer after. Yeah, that's. That's what we do. So that was good. Yeah, it was a fun time. Uh, just switching gears a little bit. I feel like regional racing, I feel like that's what you kind of reeled in a little bit. I think it's a good fit for you. Obviously, you'll venture out, you know, a few hours to race the big races like Eldora, the dirt tracks, or, you know, just races that are kind of within, you know, five or six hours, maybe go to Charlotte. Do you feel like that's a good fit for you? Because there's so many good races in, you know, that PA area, Maryland, they'll have some big races. I feel like it's a definitely a good thing for you and your race team. Yeah, I mean, we've we've sort of switched over to, you know, like you said, the more of a regional schedule and hit the hit all the bigger races that are in our area. And it works out for me, you know, personally, just with life at home and, you know, working full time that. You know, I, I don't have the uh, capability of being gone on the road for, you know, days or weeks at a time. So nor and not so much that I maybe couldn't, but I just choose to, I guess, race this way now. So it's much more relaxed. Um, you know, I think it's it's been nice because when we do go to the bigger shows, we've been able to be pretty competitive. So that makes it, you know, pretty rewarding that we're, you know, I think we've got a pretty good team and a good, you know, a good thing going. So. Uh, I'll probably just keep racing this way for, for a while. I don't, I don't plan to do anything different, you know, going forward, but we'll just probably start off around home this spring and um, just take it one race at a time. Makes it, uh, 
makes it really stress-free to a point you can pick and choose your battles and uh go to races you know you can hopefully have success at and um try to win well i'm just saying though if you win a lot at home they might be throwing the word cherry picker that's all i'm gonna say so you uh ready for that just in case oh i don't care i mean i i guess i'm just doing what what works best for us well, you know that, that's just people my- don't like it. I, I guess that's that's okay i'm okay with well yeah it's just to my point like it's that's why you don't see – I know Shepard's in the blue one car right now, but that's why you don't see guys like in Illinois traveling all the time because you're in that same boat in that PA area where you can just race for good money, don't have to pay fuel, and tracks you're comfortable with. So I don't really blame you at all. It's a good thing, and you see it a lot in the lane of Lincoln as well. Yeah, and I, I mean, I I guess there's lots of people that have, you know, funding and, you know, coming from different places that, you know, not everyone knows what anyone's situation is financially, but uh, – that traveling all over the country and going race to race, you know, it costs so, so much money. And, you know, we're trying to operate it as a business to lose as little as possible. You know, at the end of the year, we look and, uh, you know, you put all those miles on the truck and go to all those races that, you know, you get your ass whooped. It's, they don't make any sense. So why not race, you know, drive the truck two two three hours and race for five grand and put some money in your pocket and, not tear shit up and run in the back of a B in the back of a B main. So um, it makes sense and it, it just works. And, you know, it's, it's so much more enjoyable racing when it's like that. So that's, that's how we're doing it. Yeah. My next question, Greg was, by the way, I love the button up. You look very sporty, you know, working at your job, taking time out of your day, which I appreciate. Um, you could, you know, probably hang it up. I know you love to win and uh, you know, race and that's a good thing to do, but what do you think about this whole racing thing with just big pain races, midweek shows, streaming, people complaining about droop, we need different rules, tire rule, all the shenanigans that go in between. Just take a step back, be an analyst a little bit. What's your whole thought process of dirt late model racing and just how it's going on today? I mean, it seems like this year there's definitely more big paying races out there for the racers, you know, than ever before. You know, you could see several nights a week that there's, you know, 20, 30, 50,000 to win races, you know, um, on and off all throughout the summer. So I think that's really uh, a good thing that there's extra money out there for, you know, for the racers to get, because, you know, the expenses obviously are, are up this year with the traveling prices, with fuel, tire prices, um, just everything, parts, availability to parts, everything's getting more expensive. Uh, you know, as far as the rules go, I don't see where you would ever get where everyone's happy. You know, yeah. there's always going to be someone bitching about something they don't like, whether it's right or wrong. And I, I, I think simplifying the rules, you know, from my standpoint is, is where they need to, to take it. You know, I think the tire rule where they're simplifying that is going to make that better. Uh, the droop thing, I think it makes it easier that if everyone's at least on the same page that we, we can all show up at the same at, at any of these racetracks at any uh, series and we know we're going to have the same rules. Um, that's just my, you know, that's my opinion is simplify it. Don't make it more complicated for everyone. So you have to change your cars from go to race to race or have uh, 30 different sets of tires and your tire racks to go from race to race, whether you're, you know, if you're out on the road traveling and we don't do that a lot. So, you know, we, we can sort of have what we need and, you know, we don't need to have a whole lot of inventory and tires, but you know, if you're going from the, Castro flow races and maybe some Midwest shows, you know, UMP, or then you go and race some more of outlaw stuff. 
in a different region of the country, you know, that can be a, a real pain to have to have all the different tires you might need. So uh, just simplifying stuff truly makes everyone's life as, as easy as they can. There's enough that goes into it as it is, you know, but let alone the travel time and, uh, you know, as much maintenance and work has to be done on these cars for them to be, you know, in top shape to race, you know, um, all that extra stuff just makes it more of a headache. So. Also, I wanted to rewind a little bit, Greg, about when I was crewing your beautiful daughter who has great eyes, by the way, I had, she has your eyes, which is a good thing. Um, how is it being a dad now like that? It's, it's got some challenges being a racer, maybe sometimes. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, she really enjoys going to the races and loves cheering, getting her picture taken. So every race she's there, she always tells me, go fast, dad. I want to get my picture taken. So she puts some pressure on me, but she likes getting her picture taken. So it's nice when we can get that done. She, uh, she really likes going. So that, that makes it more fun and enjoyable for her to be there. And, you know, her and my wife and everyone that supports us, you know, it's, it, it certainly makes it more, more rewarding when we do well and, just kind of takes you know some of the I guess just makes everything okay you know at the end of the night you go home and you got your family and it just makes everything all right so it's uh it's really fun and enjoyable to have them there heck yeah uh does she have a is she team truth all the way or does she have another is she a well, fan of anybody else her favorite car is Sheppy oh, the blue B, the blue Dad's one car is nice the blue one car we were watching them last night on uh at uh atomic she wasn't happy she was about careful. that result then i don't think yeah she said what happens he's i think he bent the front of his car up and now he's getting passed but she was cheering for brandon we uh we like sheppy so we were we were cheering for cheering for him but unfortunately he had a had a bad night but brandon is her favorite car so but, i don't know how that works but but daddy's her favorite driver that's all that matters <laughs> so all right. Well, Greg, uh, thank you for taking time out of your day. Good luck this weekend at the Pittsburgher. Uh, bring that uh, victory back to the Keystone State. I don't think it's been won, and a Pittsburgh guy hasn't won here in a few years. Yeah, I think uh, we need to get that done. Hopefully the weather holds out. It's a little rainy forecast looking, but we'll see what happens. And if we get to race, hopefully we can have a good have a good night and try to get a win. All right. Thanks, Greg, so much. Good luck this weekend. All right, Derek. Thank you.